Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and the Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. Back to talk more Ladybug, finally. Uh, and of course, it's the hotly anticipated post-season five <laughs> release that everyone wants us to talk about. Action! Nope, not the Paris special. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Not happening right now. It'll be later. Has not aired yet in the US, but we will eventually cover it. But we need to catch up first on Action, um, which is on the Miraculous YouTube. Um, And I don't think it's actually aired on Disney, but who cares? And then, more importantly, we will be revisiting a big topic that we did not discuss in enough depth in our season five finale podcast and i will elaborate on what that is once i put up the spoiler warning but uh if you don't care about action and just want to hear us talk more about the finale and debate of the finale then you can check the timestamp for that in the description box but i'm sure there's going to be some fun uh thoughts on action as well absolutely i hope so and then at the end we can look back on season five a little bit depending on how long we took on our debate from the season five finale. Okay. Uh, so we are going to be spoiling all of season five of Miraculous Ladybug, including the season five finale. And we're going to be spoiling the episode action, which does not have spoilers. Um, <laughs> to, to make sure you've seen the season five finale. We have not seen the Paris special. We will not be commenting on that yet. Except for, I might say, one oh, thing. Oh, that aired this weekend in France, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I okay. know apparently the English version is that I know, but we, we need to talk about this first, okay? Okay. Um, and at some point in November, or maybe December, we'll talk about the first special. Okay. Um, but there might be one little spoiler, because I know, timeline-wise, that that does not take place after season five. So that's kind oh. of... The, <laughs> the season. Uh. Okay. Uh, so spoilers for all of season five of Miraculous Ladybug. So the topic is Emily or Amelie, right? Is Emily alive at the end? That's what we're going to be talking about. Okay. Um, action first, though. Like I said, this is yeah. the, it was on the, the the Miraculous YouTube channel. This is the a very special episode of Ladybug about plastic pollution. Delaney, did you love it? I, it was a good episode. Like, I think oh. was, I thought it was a good episode. That was a... Much better reaction from you than you had to the that miraculous is... movie. <laughs> is action better than the miraculous movie? Delana? Yeah, like wow. yeah, I would say it's consistent quality. I wasn't there. I mean, <laughs> what I've been, I mean, okay. Part of the problem is like Bertrand's like villain outfit is so good. <laughs> like he's the they best. Put so, they put so much effort into him. It's great. They're like, we're gonna make this like pink gay um the colonel plus mm-hmm. um doug dimadome like made, that's what they did it oh, made me think so of uh, king candy from wreck it ralph yeah okay. he also uh he also reminded me of gideon from uh yeah gravity falls <laughs> he is very gideon that's true <laughs> <He's> very- <laughs> Oh, no, I really, I like the episode. Like, it, you know, what I appreciate about it, which one, it's because, like, sometimes Ladybug is, like, a PSA anyway. Like, I was like, this isn't any different than the episode where they were like, this tower you're making is stupid, <laughs> save park. Like, this was not any different. So I think it's kind of funny that we had to have this, like, sponsored episode. But at the same time, this is, like, the perfect show to do it with. So I'm like, it's great. Um, also, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. It's like um, Sunstone and Steven Universe is literally just like an after school special. Like that's just <laughs> her whole personality. So um, I love that. And so this was great. I enjoyed it. Nice. Okay. 
April, are you as positive about action as Delaney? Um, I do believe this is an episode of Miraculous yes. Ladybug. Nailed Confirmed. it. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it, it also um, is not canon. I don't know. I think it's canon. Um, I think this is canon. Okay. It just doesn't well, take. It just doesn't take place after season five. Obviously, it doesn't take place after season five, which is why. But it does uh, take well, place during season five like, because he's yes, specifically okay, monarch. So are they dating, or are they like almost dating in this episode? Right. Yeah. So you have to, right. So they're probably not. It seems like they're not dating yet, based on the reaction. But they're like really close to dating. So it's probably like yes. episodes one to ten, right? Somewhere in that. Yeah. Period, yeah. Also, yes, learn Mandarin. Yes. I that, know that was very sweet. That's the most significant also, part of the episode, right? Is them following yeah, up on that from 100%. the Shanghai special finally. But I'm also sad that we didn't see more of that during the rest of the season. Yeah. Like that would have been like the best way to, if they were going to tie it into the actual season they were in any way it shape or form. For this crucial episode, April. I'm not this- upset. They got to give us something, okay? But I I do agree with Delaney that like if any show is going to like get away with doing something like this ladybug is absolutely the show to do it i loved all of the um the over dramatic reactions to everything it was very it it was just it was ladybug in in and of itself thing was so yes (laughs) i loved it and we got yeah it was it was an episode I, i i i don't know i don't have any like negative feelings towards it but i'm not like yes neutral we need i need everyone to watch this episode (laughs) i I, know i think people should watch this episode well yeah so that they can learn about plastic pollution uh that and then also because it's funny but i also had questions like why do you have to get a new fan every single day can't you just reuse the first one that you got like maybe another day have you met other humans april have you i try i mean i've met you guys <laughs> uh no so i mean i think it's legitimate especially like i mean i and especially with paris i mean you know in a tourist like in a city that yeah tourists. i mean we also have to talk about um you know i mean this hasn't brought come up in the show at all but uh that bridge is in paris that had all the locks on it and it was oh like, yeah they would fall into the river and then it was also like damaging the bridge <laughs> Didn't so. they at one point take like a bunch of them off so people could put new ones no. on? Them? Well, no, they they removed them all and they were like, "Don't do this again." And people are and like, they put nah. like put like plastic or something up so they can't do it. Plastic? <gasps> Did they like, really? Like, I think like there's some sort of like barrier, like it's like somehow that keeps them from being able to do it. I love that for France. Pla- plastic <laughs> is fantastic. He plastic said it so many times. Plastic is fantastic. Where the... is this southern draw coming from? They are in Paris. <laughs> he's not French. He, I mean, I, he's like I am. Yeah, it's it seemed like he's an American. Uh, like, oh cartoon. no, that's worse. Uh, but he's. But I assume he's supposed to be. I don't know. Anyway, um... I'm telling you, he's like gay pink. Um... <laughs> I guess. Colonel Sanders. That's the, what's going on. The best on. part of the episode is that Bertrand is voiced by Keith Silverstein, who does Gabriel. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes. I, I don't know why everyone's surprised. And he sounds. I love that man so much. And he, and he's talking to himself in several yes. points in this episode. Yes. 
So I was actually like my favorite part. One, they went really hard on his transformation sequence for no reason in this episode. And then great. they like, it's another classic. I'm going to make this person mad. And then Akuma yes, him, he, like so annoying. And, and, and but the, the, he voices him, the guy he's, he's akumatizing. <laughs> it's so, so good. It's, also, the, I'm, I'm sad because you guys got ads on YouTube during the transformation yes and i did not (laughs) for me it was during uh cat noir's yeah me too so i guess it's the same time i was like excuse you i did not get that how dare interrupt what how do i know it's gonna happen after this on the other side of this transformation sequence i know is he gonna transform or not we've never seen this (laughs) i would have been more mad if it was during marinettes though tbh (laughs) yeah um I, I I I definitely did not like this. Uh, I mean, as much the second time, it's kind of a, a hard one to rewatch. But <laughs> well, the first time you're watching, you're like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen next?" <laughs> I, I did write down that I kind of love this stupid episode from the first time, and uh, I felt like I was watching season one again in like an affectionate yes. way. Yeah, um, which is fun I, after season five. Uh, I think like the first three minutes of this episode are Nino monologuing about uh, which is really great plastic yes. pollution. Uh, which I, is, you know, I mean, Lainey says that it's like um, not just too dissimilar from previous Ladybug environmental messages, but I do think Nino monologuing is beyond I, I what we've like seen. I felt like he was reading a Wikipedia page. It was rough. Uh, but once I, we got like, past that, I do think the episode so is pretty fun uh, after that. Uh, I will say. It was and kind I think of that... fake documentary where they were like, every, every time you turned a corner, there was a new character. It was really funny. Yeah. Um and and it's it's I don't know, it's kind of fun. It's it, like obviously this isn't the most important episode or anything, but they they snuck in I think some interesting things. There's some aspects of the messaging I want to talk about which I thought were good uh, beyond you know just telling us about stuff. Um and but they also snuck in like the Marinetti dream character moments with the learning mandarin which I did think mm-hmm. was a huge thing to follow up on. Um and then the villain yeah was fun and it's it's I do think most of my enjoyment of the episode comes from Keith Silverstein voicing the villain. Um It's fair. But, I uh, also like that they like converted the boat like for no yes, reason. The, yes, that's like that might be my favorite ecological water treatment plant. The boat. Um, I love it. Yes. So oh, and my also my favorite part of this episode is that uh, you get the credits at the beginning. Usually, it's like directed oh, by yeah. Thomas, written by Thomas. This yes. episode, no Thomas. No, it's not. A, he's not associated with this you, episode. He's, he's like, I don't have anything to do with this. Thomas is like, do not blame me for this episode. Thomas is like, do not put my name on this episode at all. <laughs> Literally, it's the I'm first so Ladybug episode. I'm so far from this name. episode. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, the, the message, um, do we think that it was uh, successful in what they're trying to say? How did... This more, Delaney, do you agree it's more of like a very special episode than Ladybug normally is? And did that work for you? So I guess I need to preface this, which people might be like, why is Delaney? So I grew up watching Captain Planet, okay? I am about this. Like, I am, this is so good. Uh, so I think, yes, I do, you know, you know, especially with, you know, monologuing. But I do think, you know, it's, it's a very special episode. But I also think they do a really good job of like still making it an episode of Ladybug. Yeah, which I think other shows yeah. have failed to do when they do stuff like this. And again, like Ladybug, this is a the perfect show to do something like this because this is something that's already baked into the show. 
Yeah. And That's by the way, fair. when I say a very special episode, we're referencing those like 80s shows where there's like, this is an episode on this mess, this uh, social yeah. thing that's uh, happening in the Except whole episode. Except we used to have entire shows that would be dedicated to it. Like or, Captain Planet. And then Captain Planet yeah. talks to the camera. Or like at the end of, the end of, of G.I. Joe, how there would be like that, <laughs> <laughs> those short, like two, three minute little sketches, yes. which then got dumped over. Oh I feel, like, God, I, I feel like I did watch some G.I. Joe. I haven't thought of that. G.I. Joe. Since 15 G.I. Wow. Joe's great. I watched so much G.I. Joe. <laughs> I had not thought of that once since I was a kid, April. Somehow that had never come really? up on this animation I, podcast. I this has not come up. I, I even have... even like Transformers would do it. Oh, oh, Transformers did it a lot. I feel yeah. Like... Who knew the robots from space like wow. had so much to say about the Earth? <laughs> Saving the planet. Who right. knew our uh, DJ, DJ guy had so much to say about the, the Earth? Yeah, yeah, why does why don't Ivan or Mylene get to be the Nino? <laughs> yeah, they, Mylene should have got to have like her like twenty five minute speech. Like yeah, that's what she deserved. They needed they needed her to be very dramatic, and she so. did that. She was just exhausted. She is so tired of doing all this work. Yeah, April. She what really did you think is. of the messaging? I, I, it sounds so bad because I know that it has a really good message, but I feel like the message was also kind of like lost in the zaniness for me. Mm. That's fair. But, but, and which is why like, I'm like, this is an episode of Ladybug because we've had other episodes where they've sort of like snuck in like these, you know, little messages and things like that. And this one, it just happened to be like the forefront or like the, the plot was centered around it. Um, but it, it felt like it was just very ladybug. Like it was like a ladybug way of like trying to get a message across. And I liked it. I thought it was nicely delivered, even if it was a little lost on me (laughs) at some point. I think it's also easy to take for granted. Like the three of us are adults and, um, I don't know. For me, it's hard. Like I want to, I want to ask a kid what they thought about this. Mm. Yes. I was really so because like, I, I, I would say the three of us are pretty well aware of um, plastic pollution and like everything we eat has microplastics and that kind of stuff. And like the, the garbage patch in the ocean, that's literally the size of France. Like I think. And like our clothing has plastic <laughs> in yes. it. Like, yeah, I learned that from Nina. This I tried <laughs> I tried to like sneakily get like an opinion from my um, I'm going to call her a friend. Um, cause her kids love ladybug and they okay. call me the ladybug lady. And I was like, that's cute. <laughs> that's so <laughs> good. That's so well, cause, uh, like she, she, uh, does my, she waxes my eyebrows. Okay. And so she that's tells her kids. Yeah. So they're like, they're like the ladybug lady. And she's like, great. Who are you guys talking about? They're like, you're one client. She's like, oh, April. Okay. <laughs> But so, so I sent, I sent her like the YouTube link so that her and her kids could watch it. And I was really hoping like to hear their feedback too. Cause I was like, oh, that, you know, it'd be just be good to like for, and refreshing for us to hear it at some point. Cause you're right. Like we are adults. Yeah. Both going to survey children about this. Got it. Yeah. And she was just like, she's just like, all it did was make them want to watch the Ladybug movie for like the 12th time. And she's like, and I swear, every time they watch it, they think something new is going to (laughs) happen. The magic of television. 
Uh, yeah, that's so- that's something you don't hear on uh, this pod. This animation podcast is most uh, uh, par- adult who are adults who are parents is uh, like experiences with animation is watching the Disney movies over and over. Apparently, the Ladybug yeah. movie. Oh yeah, her kids love it. They're that's, they're look, hyped. It, for it. it has song. I feel like if it has songs, it's more rewatchable. They so. they have yes. also asked me um, if I can make Ladybug come back on TV sooner, and I said I'll do what I can. I really look, we we have a direct it's line right to Thomas via this that's podcast. What, that's so. what they. That's they. She told them that, and I was like, you can't just go around telling people. <laughs> <laughs> you can't out our secret uh, Thomas phone line here. Uh, yeah, our best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the Powerpuff Girls. We have like our red Thomas phone. Oh, I, oh man. I, you know how much we would abuse that, though. We would... oh, <laughs> all the time. It's he bad. would immediately most regret yeah, most us relevantly. I think for the second discussion, we yes, would. He would, <laughs> yeah. he would block us like so fast. It wouldn't yeah. even like he'd be yeah. like he'd nope. be like okay. you can be unblocked when. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's here's my insightful act. The most insightful okay. thing I have to say about uh, action about the commentary. I thought, I thought, so the Nino stuff, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's not directed at us. So what? it's like, yeah. we're, we're being overt uh, for people that don't know about it, including kids. I thought the actual, like, insightful aspect of the commentary was the anti-capitalist parts of uh, the episode. Yeah. Which I, which I thought, which I, you don't necessarily expect Ladybug to be super anti-capitalist. It's, it's generally, like, progressive within a Western capitalist lens. But there were several moments in this episode. I thought it had its uh, environmental commentary through, uh, like, let's see, not even necessarily anti-capitalist, but capital capitalist critical lens of uh, in in the what, plastic is fantastic guy Bertrand. He says uh, he won't stop making plastic because it makes him more money. We phrased it around that, like, it's a good thing that people reuse it because it makes me more money. Kind of an obvious point, but I think it's yeah. like, like to me that comes across. Now maybe this is just my internet progressive kind of mind, but to me that comes across as like much more uh, intelligent than you know, just saying stop throwing plastic in the ocean, which is more yeah. obvious. Um, but then uh, also uh, they go to Nadia who t- to get the report on the news. And she says, we can't uh, put this on the anti this Bertrand criticism on the news because he's a big advertiser for us, uh, which I think even less obvious than the uh, more plastic, more money, uh, you know, adverti- advertising in, in uh, influence mm-hmm. on the media. Uh, I thought that was really uh, insightful, cutting, et cetera. Uh, I mean, she literally was like, I wouldn't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I think that's way less obvious than the just don't throw away plastic. And then also there's the they go to the guy to find out who the random delivery guy uh, to find out who Bertrand is. He talks about he's he's on top of the social ladder and the big uh, skyscraper. So, again, referencing kind of... uh, like big corporation inequality and dynamic like oh so it was really funny because we never see those giant buildings and then for no reason they're like here's (laughs) here's the one skyscraper and and it's it's purposeful comes across as really ugly because we're used to the beautiful paris so i think definitely what they're going for so yeah i was impressed with them managing to sneak in relevant and uh very felt very truthful um kind of economic uh messages within this uh more uh broad uh environmental point that they're going for well, and I like, too, that, that we also, you know, got her parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, that they were like, yeah, we do use all this um, as seeing its effect on even, like, a small business. And then they then they changed all the stuff at the end. That's good. I think, th- I think that's kind of what made the message sort of, I don't know, like, hit hit home a little bit. But just because, like, everybody's guilty of using plastics including like marinette's parents who are the best people in the world so (laughs) yeah 
uh, but also clear like who's ultimately responsible as we uh yeah <laughs> definitely uh hammer home uh this one guy um i guess we could have gone farther and been like what about his board members stuff like that um but yeah gotta do it for the shareholders shareholders yeah but uh the, the ceo being the villain is pretty pretty good yeah. um plastic he is fantastic i don't know i don't think i I'm also, like, I also like that he was trapped in the garbage at the end it was good stuff that was good i i laughed every time i heard plastic is fantastic <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> yeah he says uh okay so it's so, so i have a question so yes. is it like just sometimes you can use venom whenever you want like oh Oh, yeah. Don't make me think about this, please. I was like, what? We're about to think about one of the most exhausting ladybug things that's ever happened. <laughs> I, I can't with the mechanics of the hero that's, powers right now. I just, it had to be brought up. That's all. I, this yeah. episode did make me even annoyed at the episode titles this season. It's like, we'll give you the power of action, which is just venom. I, I don't like, ah, uh, I don't care about all that. Um, <laughs> Important announcement. Delaney collects the um, the little mystery box Kwamis, and I finally got Roar. And that's Roar. all that matters. Yeah, I that guess you're reminded because we talked about pollen. Okay, yeah. Yes, I love Roar. It and also, important. I also got another little figure, and it's, um, funnily oh. enough, I got Nino as Carapace. Delaney, what material are those figures made out of? They're plastic. Plastic? Oh, no! What? How ironic that Ladybug plastic creates all this have, plastic merchandise, so mass produces They're... all this merchandise, and sells it. They at... are packaged in cardboard. Okay. They, do they does it come in a little like plastic like holder in addition to being it comes plastic? so it's in a cardboard box yeah and, okay. and in a plastic bag because people are gremlins and they break into gotcha boxes um but then it's just like you know then it's just the toy okay um i do think that's the kind of uh funny to point out though that uh zag uh it goes heavy on the merchandise including cheese they are sticks. it's true yeah do. okay uh he yeah we mentioned he, he akumatizes himself uh get, no he, he akumatizes the guy who's also voiced by him <laughs> uh and uh he also says uh, i'm afraid gabriel grest is unavailable at the moment i was so mad run. at him i was like you're so annoying that was the best line so annoying yeah. uh but no yeah it really just felt like we're back in season two with the uh fly my akuma right and he he antagonizes the so guy he's akumatizing. that's true beauty is <laughs> Uh, is when we get back to our roots. <laughs> Gabriel. Purposefully anging, angry. You know what? Now I'm sad. He's never going to akumatize anyone ever again. Aw, oh, Don't worry. Don't worry, Delaney. He'll be back in the Paris special. Who's going to akumatize the baby? Like, who's going who's gonna to be there? It won't, hit a, it won't hit the same when Lila akumatizes the baby. It won't. Stop. Or... <laughs> Or Cerise, or uh, uh, Miss, uh, Miss, or, or Tomoe, obviously. I don't think I, it'll I, hit the I'm, same. I'm totally down with Tomoe being the villain. Yeah, but I when she akumatizes, that. she needs her own gimmick. Not Can just Tomoe just baby. like drop T- kick T- Lila into a pit? Tomoe <laughs> can't Tomoe be the like... villain because she'll be so competent. It'll like it'd be it. over. End of, like, yeah. Episode. End of Ladybug. <laughs> yeah. okay. Other things are quick. Other things I wrote down. Uh, Gabriel is monarch. Uh, any? It was it jarring to see him back after he just died. No, a little bit. I said, "How am I supposed to mourn Gabriel he was when just he's being alive?" So dramatic. But well, phase me. My immediate thought was, "Oh, so there's no consequences of this episode." <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. At the end of the episode, they say this is absolutely miraculous. Oh, I was like, really big eye roll, big eye roll. 
And then I wrote down, why isn't there an ominous post credit scene in this episode? Yeah, okay, I yeah. was waiting for one. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> We've been so conditioned by season five. I, I was waiting. I was like, hello? And where's we see, my post credit scene? Where's my post credit scene where Bertrand uh, says, actually, I'm going to make even more plastic now. <laughs> or like Gabriel saying, like, I'm going to get you next time, Ladybug. Yeah. <laughs> the only plastic you'll be experiencing, oh, like, Ladybug. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is the plastic cage I'm gonna drop on top of you in Looney Tunes style in order to take your miraculouses? I, I almost, it. I almost snorted Mountain Dew out my nose. That's not where I thought you were going. I just... couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, I, was, I know. I was, I was waiting like, for straws. It. Like I could see the straws just moving further and further away from you. <laughs> <laughs> like you're reaching for them, and they're like, "Nope." You're like, "I'm so close, but so far away." So far. <laughs> No, Pla- I was like, Dylan dug a hole. How, how much deeper? <laughs> Ladybug, you uh, you won't need plastic anymore because I'll be pulling wool over your eyes yeah, instead. So, yeah, that, that oh. would, that's what it would be. It was I thought like, you were going to say something like, you won't be needing plastic anymore because you'll be turned to dust. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. That's <laughs> another good I mean, they're not good, but they they sound like they could be good. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. Yeah. like he, he's been, he's still workshopping he's them, workshop, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's good. We should for, the, this is, for the this Paris is why, special. This is why we didn't get this. Or he's like, oh, I'm going to recycle the miraculous. Oh, yes. Ah! I did, he did recycle the miraculouses. What did. a good what a good patron of the of, of the environment. Like he he repurposed he them. Honestly, Adrian should have just thrown something at her when he was like, it was nice <laughs> talking to you. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to come over and take your stupid little stand over you butt. It would be so funny if he does uh, have one of those post-credit scenes in the Paris special, because everyone knows uh, that, yes. Yes, knowing that it airs after the season. One last, get one last one in. That'd be real yeah, good. Do actually. it, please. Don't spoil us, please. Don't spoil us. Please don't. No, don't. That's the only it. thing we have to look forward to is whether <laughs> Monarch has any sassy lines. Well, that's uh, another thing. Speaking of the Paris special, um, I liked that. Like we we keep bringing it. I, maybe it was kind of foreshadowing for the finale. Like they uh, brought in. Uh, we got to go to New York and uh, yeah, like, we we, we see uh, the yeah. New York and Shanghai heroes. Yes. Also, like I know it's because she's like an important character, but I'm like the scary uncanny robot girl. Like, oh, even... so sad. <laughs> so scary. I'm like, you gotta uh, blink. Like, come on. It is very. It is funny that we go to them for the first time since the finales. For the first time since their specials, I guess yeah. they're appearing all the time now. Throwing things away. Uh, Delaney, any other action comments? How do they fix the boat sinking? The, the first time. ladybug. No, well, first time. I guess they just turned it off the first time. Yeah, the, no, look, look the ma- I got the second time. It was the magical ladybug. Okay. I do like when they include in the plan the magic ladybugs. They're like, I, I love that. I also yeah. like that Cat Noir is like, I want to break it. <laughs> like, if you're for real, he was ready shit. for it. He was like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. April, any last thoughts on action? Um, no. Okay. Are we ready <laughs> to ready. move on to the big debate? That I don't think you either you have been super privy to um, until no, I put it on I the have. outline. So April might have seen now, but Delaney might be fresh on this. Uh, so, OK, let's previously on previously on the Overly Animated Podcast. Um, <laughs> previously on Avatar. Yeah, uh, we who would do previously on Ladybug? It should be it should be Gabriel, right? Absolutely. 
Oh my god. But what? it would end up being like Tiki or Plog. They would switch off every episode. It's it's Plog from the movie. It's like previously on Ladybug. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. <laughs> oh. I um, <like> that. <laughs> uh okay, so we had our finale podcast and there's a moment when I'm like, is there any confusion uh, that this is Emily alive at the end of the season five finale? And you guys said, no, we think it's Emily. Is that correct? Yeah, I do remember that. And that's yes. basically all we talked about it. And then the um, internet was yeah. like, you're wrong, stupid. Yeah, I don't think people are like, you're wrong. But they're like, have you considered this? And well, so basically we did the podcast. I didn't. I like asked for any relevant information because we were expo- no spoilered and we I, I was like head down not seeing anything. So I didn't know this debate was happening. Right. And I didn't. Yeah. And so I, I didn't really catch up enough on what was happening before we talked about the finale. But so and then at, we publish it and I'm like, OK, I, I guess some people thought it was I, I'd heard that some people thought it was Amelie, but um i thought it was just stupid so i didn't really think about it that much (laughs) you're like no no i disregard this so i just did the podcast and we brushed over it and then thomas replies to us uh i remember and uh we'll get to what he says but basically i'm like oh no did i get this really wrong on the podcast because i actually like really like hate getting things wrong on the podcast it really upsets me so i was like pretty upset over the possibility that we missed this huge thing not like miss but like we just didn't talk about it enough um that being said for this dylan (laughs) so i was like pretty upset that being said i like how our season five thing uh finale podcast functions as a like uninfluenced reaction to the finale like that is just our without seeing the online debate that was just our genuine reaction and there's proof that none of us had any doubt that emily was alive yep Yep. i will i will i will give some doubt now but like that's the most important thing and they look the same the most important thing is that we thought that emily was alive the watching it okay we really did okay so here's thomas's tweet uh in reply to our podcast, he says, quote, uh, maybe the wish is more complicated, quote, which I guess is something we said in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, quite the opposite, guys. Keep it simple. Maybe after a few more rewatch, you'll finally get it. Thanks for di- dis- dissecting us during these five seasons. Thank you, Thomas. Yes, uh, we're we're here to dissect uh, everything, Thomas. And uh keep it so i don't the thing is i don't know what exactly what he's quoting here maybe the wish is more complicated um because it could have a context of like um of uh maybe there's a deeper explanation as to why uh natalie is alive in addition to emily right it could just be because that's what we said like maybe the wish is more complicated we didn't know why natalie is also alive in addition to emily so maybe he is referencing that there's a simple explanation as to why Natalie and Emily are alive. Yeah. Or maybe the wish is more complicated means, and this is what I thought, I said, there can't possibly be a simple wish that explains why Natalie is also alive. Therefore, since he says, keep it simple, he's saying that Emily isn't actually alive at the end. Yes. That was... Yes. I've I've been sitting on this and so, I've watched I've rewatched the finale. Okay, I want to hear your opinions, April. But there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot on on different sides. But the the so I don't think he's trying. And to, for context, Thomas has not said whether Emily is alive or not. No, he, he has. Tw- he has he's replied many times to people. He doesn't want to say who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, he he replied to us that the wish is simple. I think that's 
I so ultimately is Thomas trying to tell us whether Emily is alive or not? I don't think so. I don't think he wants to give that away. I think he, the biggest thing he's conveying here is that the wish is simple. And that's in line with what he's replied to other people who've tried to suggest more complicated wishes that Monarch could have said, could have been wishing for. And he says, no, it's a simple wish. It doesn't fit the equivalent exchange rule. He says that a lot. So I that, do think I know what the wish is. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Ooh, I mean, Delaney, I think I there's a lot more here than you're anticipating. There's a lot of evidence on both sides. Okay. And the other thing, major thing Thomas has said that I want to get out there is there's a tweet he replied in French to someone. Um, so someone tweeted, let me translate again. Uh, is Emily alive? Uh, it could change a lot of things. And Thomas replied, in particular, it, like brackets implied, it could change the uh, end bracket, the whole message of these five seasons, a detail indeed. Um, so Thomas implying that Emily, whether Emily is alive or not, should be within the message of the show, which I think is important. So if Emily's al- Emily being alive reflects the show's messaging, the show's themes, that's my assumption is what he means there. Emily's dead. Yeah. So we'll come back to that. But basically, Ladybug's all about preserving the natural order and balance of things. So yeah, and bringing if, someone it, back from the dead is like, number one, you can't do that. So if if Thomas is saying whether Emily is alive or not is reflective of the show's themes of balance, well, you would think she's not alive. Yes. But it's not like Especially, we it's not like we didn't consider that. It's just that this is Gabriel making the wish. He doesn't have to be reflective of the themes of the but, show. Yeah. But at the same time, and I think we, I know that we had said it a lot, is that it's such an odd thing that Gabriel would, like, get, a, like, the villain, Monarch, would get away with it in the end. And so, I think maybe, like, that's, like, part of that changing the message. Because if Emily is alive, then, yes, that means that the villain like through all of their terribleness got what they wanted in the end. But if Emily is not alive, then that means that in some part Monarch didn't get what he wanted. Um, which yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I think he didn't get what he wanted anyway, cause he's dead. Um, yeah, I think, well, what I think happened is that, you know, when we talked about Marinette got through to him and I think yes. ultimately what he wished for was for him and Emily to be together again. Yes. Okay. Let me let me give that interpretation. I was gonna say mine. I was gonna say I have I have another okay simple okay. version of the, something. We'll similar. go through possible wishes. I just okay. want to say there's a lot more evidence here than you guys are probably anticipating. But uh, the probably. so let's keep an keep an open mind as we go through things. Of one thing, I want to preface this: whether or not that is a- Emily in the epilogue, um, that could be Amelie instead of Emily, and Emily could still be alive. Okay. That's fine. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That could uh, be. Yeah. Right. So just because it's uh, people are trying to analyze the colors of the outfit doesn't. Really oh, my matter. God. That is. No, y'all. Yeah. Please. OK. Here's the alternate interpretation that I've seen some people on our discord say. Um, I didn't consider this exactly because my big thing is like Emily floats out of the out, out of her dead wife coffin. Clearly she's not alive. She's 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 something's happening with her. Here's the alternate interpretation. Emily is floating out of the coffin to join Gabriel in in the ever after in death. Yeah. Um, so Gabriel mm-hmm. wishes, as Delaney, maybe Delaney said to 
join her to be with Emily. Um, so they are going to be joined in death and uh, in the great beyond. And in, re- in exchange, Natalie will be revived. So that's what, that's my theory. Now I don't, Natalie isn't a part of the wish, but like that, I think Natalie is just well, like. What are they wishing for? What's he, what's he wishing for? To well, be with his wife? I, well, I think his wish is for him and Emily to be together again. And that's it. That's the end of the wish. And I guess that would be a balanced wish. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, at this point, I'm beginning to think Natalie but, like just miraculously recovered, or it just happens to be magical collateral, like whatever. So I, so what I think is that because Marinette has the whole thing about because she she brings up Adrian a lot, right? And so I think that one potential, so one potential interpretation would be that he wishes to make sure Adrian is cared for. After he goes. Okay. Which because, would heal Natalie. Which would then heal Natalie. Because she's the only other person. Who could take care of him. Or is within that circle. You know. that In exchange circle. for his life. Is that In what ex- you're saying? Yes. Because yeah, she was also before, dying. Every, so. the, way, the way the show frames the wishes is. I wish for this to happen. And in exchange I give up this. So there yes. needs to be like a thing for a thing. Um, but I do like, I actually like kind of like or, Delaney's interpretation can... that it's like implied the the, yeah. the thing for the thing. I think that's honestly cleaner. Um, but let's keep in mind throughout all this, Thomas's reply to us, keep it simple. Thomas cool. wants this to be a simple the wish, wish. Wish, heal Natalie. What yes. are you giving up for that? My life. Right. Done. So that's, that's what I thought when I saw Thomas's tweet was mm-hmm. I thought he was implying revive Natalie, he dies. Yep. So Emily's not alive. That's, that's like my second, like, the one that like makes my heart smile is like, oh, make sure Adrian's cared for. I like that. Yeah, I, but I, if you're if we're keeping it simple and clean, then great. The wish was heal Natalie. Yeah, I guess. Her. I guess here's the thing: is any sort of like thematic wishes, like you guys have suggested, it's not like we. What's the point? Because the show didn't say it. So yeah. it's not like we'll ever get like the the like warm fuzzy. Oh, he he wished for. We're not gonna get the flashback. Of... You know, like I, and I will say the show could be intentionally keeping the wish vague in order to follow up on it in season six, and that might be why Thomas doesn't want to talk about it. And if so, yeah. I think that's totally good. Um, because I, if, if if the intent is to follow up on this, I think he shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. But if they're never gonna mention again, uh, I do wish he would just tell us what it was. Uh, but we'll come back to that. Um, okay, uh, let's, so we presented, so what our initial interpretation is, Emily's alive because she rises out of the frigging coffin and, (laughs) but when you and there's a gold, and there's a gold, so I mean, I've watched it from both lenses. So Natalie rises out of the thing, uh, Gabriel rises up, a light circles around them and then goes out from there, right? So two potential interpretations. One, that is the exchange that's being made, which is what we all thought the first time. Emily's coming alive, Gabriel sacrificing himself. That's why they're both rising out. I think that makes sense. Or what if that is the cost of the, that is like the price of the wish is Emily and Gabriel. So that's why they're enveloped in the light. That's the price of the wish. And then it goes bigger. And then the new world is the result of the wish. I think both are potentially valid. I don't think that we have an They're answer. They're both half dead. So then they can together. It will Yeah, it... because they also never really say that Emily is dead. Like they never outright say it. So she could just be in like a coma or 
a state. Well, okay, here's the here's my two biggest pieces of evidence against not really biggest, but two big pieces of evidence against Emily not being alive. Emily has to be alive. One, I don't think they. I don't think that it's. I I, I think in fact April Emily is alive. I know we call her the dead wife garden, but I I think the show yeah. purposefully is that she's in a coma or in yeah. a state of suspended animation. Because why would it be important that her tube stays they, on? They, they specifically do that in the finale because Marinette ends up winning by attacking, by threatening yeah. the, the, the So coffin. yeah, no, I think, I think that makes sense though. So that... she's definitely alive in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Gabe, why would Gabriel make a wish that kills his wife? Because she's if not he dead, can't be why? with her... Because he, if he's, he's about to be, be dead, he is dead. He's basically dead. Yeah, he's, he's basically look, dead. Look, he's, he's sacrificing himself. That's wonderful. Why, he's not going to sacrifice his wife. That's that's so against everything he's he's which, stood for. Which is why I feel like the make sure Adrian's taken care of. I mean, could I know result it's in like them vague. both being alive. Yeah. Um, well, but. If you if we're talking about a balance, if she's half alive and he's half alive, and we need a full life to revive Natalie, then we're making it complicated. <laughs> yeah, but in that in that scenario, he is sacrificing Emily in addition to him in order to revive Natalie. Yeah, because she's basically dead anyway. And he... I know, I know he's, I know she's basically <laughs> dead, but he's he's his entire last few years of his life have been to bring Emily back and. Not only is he not going to try to do that anymore, he's going to kill her just because Ladybug talked to him. Be- yeah. I think that's why. I, and I don't think people are are like are thinking about this enough when they say that Emily isn't alive because if em- like the the alternative to Emily being alive at the end is that she's dead now and she wasn't dead before the finale. Uh, I know the, we I say mean, she was dead, but she wasn't dead. But then the only other alternative to make it make more sense is that she hasn't been alive and they've just been preserving her dead body right so unless it's like she's basically dead she's just being preserved yeah sure because because then like if she's basically dead then it doesn't like because then he's like giving up on bringing her back and not killing her and yeah and not killing her which i i mean then we we can say he's good guy Gabe, and it's it's ambiguous. It's ambiguous guy. enough exactly what her state is that that could be true. So I agree. Yes. This isn't this isn't a definitive smoking gun, but I yeah. think that unless Natalie was like basically de- just actually dead, and he's like cryogenically freezing her just to, for the offshoot, he can bring her back to preserve her body. Um, unless that and is true, I mean, which it could be. Kind of, I mean, yes, we've always called it the dead wife garden, and that's. That's been like our thing, but I feel like in the back of my mind, it's always been like she maybe she's actually dead in some kind of preservation stasis, but she could potentially just be like chilling in there because they do make it a point to emphasize how important it is that the tube stays on or powered. But that would explain that that would explain could be an explanation for both ways like she's either dead they're preserving her body or she's basically dead and they're keeping her alive slash preserving her so yeah delaney what do you think of this i mean it's hard to know just because like we she's just been in that whatever the whole time 
Yeah. But and I think that kind of add, that kind of brings up more questions. Yeah. We yeah we we need to know her state. The only thing also so the the conclusion to this I'll say is like Emily can't have been in a coma and be dead now. I think that's that's yes. bad. I think that's really bad. Um, I just don't think that makes sense that Gabriel would kill her. So she she would have to have being being definitely be dead already and being preserved, which is possible. I I think that's I think that's how I'm going to continue. Unless you absolutely. Change I think my mind. <laughs> he's probably in a coffin. Yeah, I, I think I'll change. Her, I think body. I'll change your minds back to uh, that she's alive. To her I, being I, I think she's alive, by the way, Emily. So, um, I, I, all of this is doubt. But uh, let's sec, second I don't, big, think, <laughs> I don't think she's alive either. I don't think. Okay, so I'll convince either. you guys back. How about this big piece of evidence? Uh, okay, that uh, Sarah noticed. Um, nope. This is this is potentially another smoking gun. The 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 pl- that scene at the end that I love, where Marinette and Adrian are sitting. Um, where Marinette gives Adrian the rings back um, and says, You're, I feel so free. Um, that was the former site of an, a statue of Emily. Oh. Emily, a oh. statue of Emily used to be in that location that they are now sitting. And it is gone at the end, which is kind of wild. That's weird. So if if you want to use this in support of Emily being alive, if Emily's dead, remove, why would they remove the statue? I would. That's, isn't that disrespectful? Or, or they decided that it would be better to have some type of memorial in in the home. Yeah, maybe they moved it. It's well, it's I was going to say it's possible that they got rid of it so that they could have one of Emily and Gabriel together. Mm. Okay. And it's just somewhere else in the... In addition to the giant uh, Gabriel statue outside. Yes. Um, I think the alternate interpretation is that uh, Marinette says a lot to, to Gabriel in the fi- in, during those final uh, battle that uh, Ga- Adrian has moved on. He's trying to move on. So maybe moving yeah. on entails getting rid of the Emily statue. Yeah. Yeah, I think that sucks because, because uh, moving because... on from someone doesn't mean removing, killing a, like their a memoriam of them, in my opinion. No, yeah. but that was never just like, I mean, it was a statue of her. But y- if you think about it, like Gabriel was kind of obsessed with her, like pictures of her everywhere, statue yeah. of her. So like when Marinette says like Adrian's moved on, it's that he's not obsessing over her. The fact that she's lost, like she's gone anymore. But Not that he wouldn't like still mourn her and, you know, and feel that grief. But I'm sure they've found healthier ways to do so than being constantly like having it constantly in your face, you know? Right. I think that they could follow up on this and they could say explain why it's removed and why that makes sense when she's not when she's dead now. Well, they have um, that nice pool there now. Can't have that statue. <laughs> nice pool. Yeah, they have the pool. Now that it's a fun house instead of uh <laughs> It's a fun house. Depressing mansion. Yeah. Um so, but I, I think the important thing to keep in mind with this statue is like, what's the intent of the show by quickly, by placing this climactic scene with Marin and Adrian in the former location of Emily? And I think that it's like, either it's a sign that she's back now because she's gone, or it's a sign that they've moved on because it's not there anymore and we're not thinking about her anymore. So um, I think these are potential interpretations. But similar to the Emily being, uh, uh, Gabriel can't kill Emily with the wish thing. I just think it's like, a stretch on top of a stretch to be like, uh, we got rid of the statue because we're moving on from her. Like to me, that's like a niche. It's a niche thing. You know, I feel like the more obvious explanation is 
no big statue of her anymore because she's alive now. And that would be weird to me. That seems more natural. See, um, I I just am like, oh, they might have moved the statues. Right. We, we, could, we could pool. follow up on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not right next to the pool, I think. I think it's a little bit. Uh, yeah, off, but, but you can't just have the random statue by the pool. That's dangerous. Kids be trying to climb all over and jump into the pool. No. Fang climbing all over the statue. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So more more um, evidence from the episodes. Um, lady, I just wanted to put the quotes from the episode because Thomas is like, maybe if you watch it more, you'll all figure it out. So, okay, let's go over what they actually say in the episode. Let's see if we can so, see what Thomas is talking about. Uh, Ladybug says, your wife come back? Kagami and Adrian, Eternal Icons, how many lives are you going to ruin in the name of your crazy dream? Um, so this is all kind of evidence in support of potentially the show is thematically trying to say Emily can't come back. Um, yeah. Ladybug's yeah. like it's a crazy dream for her to come back. Um, she says Adrian's moved on. Um, Emily wanted Adrian to be happy and said Emily says don't bring me back. Um, that's so that's a big did. that's a bit that's a big part of the interpretation that Emily isn't alive. Emily says don't bring me back. But she says don't bring me back because no one should have to have their life stolen for the mistake that we made. So you could say, oh, why is Gabriel not going to listen to her uh, when he he finally is seeing reason? He's not going to bring her back. He's seeing reason now. Well, what she said was don't bring me back because someone else would have to die for us. But, he, but if he dies. But if he dies, then he is listening to her. I think that's the alternate interpretation. Yeah. And I think I think that is just makes sense. It's like Gabriel yeah. sacrificing himself. If he can sacrifice himself and Emily and Natalie get to be alive, then obviously he should do that. I don't think it's like like personally, I don't agree with the show that like Emily being alive would be some cosmic disturbance that would be so morally terrible. Like that's a person that's alive that wasn't alive before. Well, you know? and if you think about it in terms of like with if okay, a simple wish that has the essentially the least amount of consequences on the world that they currently live in. And so that's why like heal Natalie makes sense to me because you like, we, they I, can... I, I, I do think Natalie is part of the wish to validate what you're yeah. saying. Like, cause Thomas is saying, I feel like Thomas is responding to us trying to figure out how Natalie fits in. And he's saying it's a simple explanation. Yeah. It, it implied for why Natalie is alive. That's what I took from what he was saying. So I do think Natalie is part of the wish. I agree. Yeah, so that's, like, it, for me, it just clicks more in whenever, like, because when Thomas said, like, it's more simple than we think it is, I'm like, okay, you're right. Like, right, now, like, if, 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 number one, Natalie's part of the wish, number two, the wish is simple, then the easiest, by far the easiest explanation is Natalie's alive, Gabriel's dead, that's the yeah. wish. That's, so that, I understand the appeal of that. I totally yeah. understand that. Because then, like... Y- then it could lead to the more romantic interpretations of the wish. Like, yes, like I will sacrifice myself so Natalie can be alive so that Adrian is taken care of and I can be reunited with my love in the afterlife. Like, yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> personally, I don't think it's romantic for him to finish off his wife, uh, but maybe I'm stuck on that. Well, that's know. well, and I think that's why, like, it's easy. I say it's easier for me to accept, not that it's, correct i could be wrong and i'm okay with being wrong no we we but, uh we don't know the problem is thomas won't say yeah well but that's, uh, we, that's, though that's the big the, the like, biggest we, problem is the show made it ambiguous right and it did yeah. not tell us what the wish was and now uh, and she are, has an identical twin like how and she has an identical twin 
If she didn't have an identical twin, would this know. would be different. Either way, we would know one way or the other. Uh, and then they say, they do say, they want Adrian not to be alone, Ladybug. And, yes. Uh, so th- I think that feels the, what April's saying, yeah. Yeah, and the other the other part of it, too, is that and it, it, it must have been a lot for Gabriel to hear his greatest enemy, the person who's been stopping him, to say to him exactly what his wife said as yeah. well like that like so in my in my interpretation of everything that that was probably like a clicking moment and yeah it doesn't look good that he then turns around steals the miraculouses but i but that's like a that's like a fade that's like that's like he's like uh miss that's a mislead um, yeah it's like a mislead he's like okay I agree, but, but i still I think need to make a wish to clearly something Adrian. clicked something clicked for gabriel right but yeah. we thought when we watched it for the first time that what clicked was he needs to sacrifice himself instead of a random person yes but it also could have clicked that he doesn't want to bring his wife back that's also possible yeah, yeah. and that he just wants adrian to not be alone which, like, if Emily is back, Adrian's not alone. That's, that's good. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, again, if got to keep it. Simple. I do. Th- I do think they <laughs> talked a lot about moving on uh, when you yeah. try to focus on what they're saying. Uh, that is notable. My other things. Monarch says, in order to bring Emily back, someone else will have to disappear. I mean, she in order to really... heal the wounds that Katnor inflicted on me, someone else will have to be wounded. So that's kind of wish rule stuff. And then Gabriel then says, there's only one thing I wish to change, which is interesting. <gasps> no. Only one thing. No, wait, hold on. That just clicked a whole so much for me. Yes. <laughs> because he was very specific in saying, in order to bring Emily back, someone will have to disappear. In order to heal the wound the Cat Noir inflicted on me, someone else will have to be wounded. So... Him and Natalie are in basically the same kind of state. They're yeah. both on the verge of death, right? Which? Yeah. So if he's, like, in order to heal, like, heal heal Natalie's wounds from the miraculous, he will just have to absorb that and then be fully dead. Right. I, I think that to me, that's not the same thing as what he said. I think it, when you try to get it, like Thomas is like, oh, it's simple. Here's the thing. Uh, what, is, what is the value of a person who's about to die in terms of this wish? Like, I don't think it's so simple. Mo- does, <laughs> is Monarch's life equivalent to a full life? Is he equivalent to a half a life? <laughs> you know, like it doesn't, I don't think it really makes sense what, uh, in terms of well, what it would take to bring Natalie back. I don't know. Does it take a full person dying or does it take someone getting injured? Like he says here, he says in order to heal the wound on me, someone else will have to be wounded. So in right. theory, if Natalie, for Natalie to be healed, it's not like he has to die. Just someone would have to be wounded. Well, if, if he takes on that wound, because it. But like, then, and th- right. So if he takes on a wound in his already wounded state, then he's dead. I get that. But isn't that not simple? Aren't we going beyond the realm of uh, I mean, simple once you get that to feels- that? That feels pretty simple to me because more more or less that him and Natalie, like, they're like the same person when it comes to how much life they have, right? So if you're just exchanging her life for a hit or... I, I guess the, the, the counter to that is 
if they're both almost dead, then it should yeah. take more than just an it, it should take more than just another almost dead person in order to bring you back but... from almost dead. It should take like a almost alive it should take a ninety percent healthy person instead of a ten percent. But healthy if person. you if you think of it much more simply and go for a one for one situation, then if you sacrifice like it it, it basically boils down to like one person being alive and yeah. one person it, it, being it dead. It feels like a clean exchange. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It like it, want to it feels it. very, very clean to me. I, I, yeah, I just don't. I mean, once you think about it more, I just don't agree. If if that is the explanation with that Tom, that if that is what happened, that I don't agree that that's so simple, just, like Thomas says. But it also doesn't need to be so simple. It's just that nah, they, we're I'm, taking this I'm, from a tweet. I'm you know? taking not, I'm taking Thomas Furr's word, and I'm writing on it. Keep it simple. Yeah. So there's only one thing that I wish to change. That that is interesting. One thing I wish to change. So it's not like he would. He's not wishing for both Emily and Natalie to be back. Maybe he's wishing for Adrian to have to not be alone, which makes sense yeah. with what they're talking about before. And if he's wishing for Adrian to not be alone, that could mean just Natalie's back. It could mean both of them are back. So that doesn't really answer it. Um, well, I mean, me- if, I was gonna say if you really want to complicate it, then in theory, it. neither of them could have been healed and (laughs) because he wouldn't be alone he would still have like marinette and all of his friends yeah (laughs) i wish for marinette he actually wished for marinette and adrian to be together forever (gasps) shipper the ultimate shipper wish uh okay here's uh like i i said the two biggest evidence i think the number the biggest piece of evidence as to why emily's alive is very simply uh, what was our reaction to the finale? You know, what is like, I think that this finale wants you to think Emily is alive at the ends and therefore either Emily is alive or they're going, they're purposefully like doing a twist um, because we see Emily rise out of the coffin. You see, you're, you're primed to think that he's going to, he's trying to bring Emily back. And then we see that actually he's going to sacrifice himself. And then we see Emily rise out of the coffin. So it seems like what is happening, and this is what all of us thought was happening the first time, right? Is that they're trading. It's just what seems like what's happening when you watch it. And then in the epilogue, we get to see like, oh, okay, here's this person. Here's this person. Music swells. And her head turns around. And it's someone that looks like Emily, right? That's like a big mo. It's like it, it feels like a reveal. In the epilogue, that 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 person is Emily. It feels like if you like if it's Emily, then that doesn't make sense. So either it's a reveal and that's Emily, the simple like the mo- the most straightforward explanation, or it's a twist and like they're they're like misleading. I think us. I think it's a twist because I think that if they really wanted to drive home the message that um um Emily was being revived, then it would have been in that moment when she came rising out of the coffin, like sh- her eyes would have opened some, something along those lines. They could, they definitely could have made it more obvious. I agree. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And I, I think that in not doing that, then that- I think what you're saying is like, that's evidence for this supposed to be, amb- it's supposed to be ambiguous at least. Yeah. Because then, I mean, yes, but I feel like if you're, if the if you're trying to i mean yes okay right like i think the, <sighs> i guess what i'm saying is i think the show it leads you to believe this is emily in that moment so some people say no it's not obvious it's emily because felix is in the scene is like a few seconds before i understand felix being there means amelie could be at the pool party and like i said just cuz amelie's there 
doesn't mean Emily's not alive elsewhere. That being said, I'm just talking, you need to like, people just get so like in the weeds with this stuff when they talk about it online. Like, yes. What, what, what is the episode presenting? Like it's, she turns her head and the music swells, you know, like that's not like, that doesn't make sense if it's Amelie, unless it's supposed to be misleading. Well, so and that's two- why like, like I the devil's in the details with this show sometimes. And so that's why I'm like, you would have given us more evidence, like even just the littlest detail, like, like I said, a finger twitching, something, anything along those lines would have showed that even exchange. And I think that it could, it could be an an even exchange, you know, Gabriel for Emily in that moment when they're, they both rise up, but it just seems more like a very dramatic way of just like, Hey, I'm accepting the end. And we're, kind of situation (laughs) i I feel like i feel like like if i I understand that like we could have made this more obvious and that Mm -hmm. is like counters to what i'm saying that the most the biggest reason to believe emily's alive is just because that's what the episode makes you believe but if you're going to believe that emily isn't alive i feel like you need to like read us like and you need to think about it and so that's like even less obvious you know like uh like it's not like we misinterpreted this it's like this it, it, they could be, be this could be be intentionally misleading for like narrative purposes, um, but that is also like not obvious. I, like that requires a lot of thought. I know it seems obvious once we talk about things like when Tw- Thomas tweets that it's simple, and we like oh that's a reason why I'm Natalie's alive. Um, but it's like nothing is obvious about actually Emily was rising out of the coffin in order for her to join Gabriel and death. And she's not back, even though someone that looks like her is present, you know, less than a minute later. Like that's even less obvious. But it is true that the show could present it in a clear way. Here's a question. Why didn't the show present it in a clear way? Um, we don't know. Uh, yeah. it, it could be that there is a version of this. Uh, that this finale that would have happened if the show did not get renewed for season six and seven. So it is possible that this is the pivot in order to prolong the show, um, that they were kind of like making a a potential ending. The shows have to do this all the time, a potential series finale that also could continue the show. So it's possible that what we're seeing is slightly different than what was originally written. Um, So that could be a reason why it's ambiguous like this. I I think that's, I don't think it's like a good reason, but you know, the no. production reasons could, 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 uh, yeah. Okay. Before we get into the last thing of like what, some good potential exact wishes, Delaney, where are you at after hearing all of this? The thing is, there's good evidence on both sides. And so <laughs> I was like, so, you know, when I watched the episode, I was like, Emily's back and I'm mad about it. And then, then, you know, other stuff. And then I was like, no, I don't think she's back. Because I'm, I'm really stuck on talk like that message from Thomas about like you know what the show's been about, and bringing Emily back is against what the show is about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. With the added evidence of the statue being gone, <laughs> <laughs> and what you were saying about you know we watched it and we were like Emily's back. You know it's you know we can talk all we want, but like we saw it with our own eyes. Like what was what did the episode? And you know, my thing is. So let's, we watch the episode, and let's say Emily's not back. Then I would say this would reinforce to me that the finale, like, failed spectacularly. If which is true. If Emily is not back. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It makes, watch- the finale, it makes the finale a lot worse. Yeah, because, like, what was the, like, 
if you can't communicate what happens, like, and that's the thing, it doesn't feel like, you know, a cliffhanger. It's not, it doesn't feel like it's supposed to be a mystery. Right. We didn't interpret it as a mystery. We're only do, thinking about that now because we are on a podcast that overanalyzes it. Yeah. Yes. That's, and because others, there were so many other people who were like, no, it was Amelie. And I think most importantly, like you said, the only, the biggest reason I feel like that people that in this discussion, why we think Emily's not Emily isn't alive is the tweets from Thomas. Like, I think yeah, it's the tweets yeah. that make you it's think it's tweets. not her. And now, granted, if, you know, I will say the finale, and this has been touched on too, in, uh, and like on the internet and such, that, you know, there's a dreamlike quality to the finale. Yes. yes. And if, and you know, if the first episode is, you know, like unraveling all that, that's fine. But the, but still, at the end of the day, the finale failed when, you know, if I watched it and I didn't figure out what happened after watching it, <laughs> I, you know, as an adult, like, I do think that is, you know, that's why we watch shows. It's very much show, don't tell. And if I can't figure it out and it's not, like, you know, presented as a mystery, there's something wrong. So, and, yeah. you know, kind of going off what you said, too, about uh, is it a you know, production? You know, they, very well. And they made the episode and they did it this way. And then they're like, Ooh, ah, we have to do this. Oh, we got two seasons. That's fine, too. But that that would still remain that the finale wasn't that great on, on what it like. It, it, it failed to deliver. And that when you watch a show, you should know what's going on. Right. But I, you know, I think this is all if uh, it's yeah. not, if, if, yeah. if our in- initial interpretation is, is like challenge, and which so, I guess it has been, but so it's only me, by tweets. So for me, yeah, for me right now, what I'm stuck on is what Thomas said about the show. But yeah, I'm going to go right now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Believe my eyeballs and say Emily's alive. Okay. I convinced Lee. Yay. I mean, we got you back, basically. Also, so we the all statue, got you back. also, the statue thing is like. It's good, right? It's like, I hate Sarah. Good catch by Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I totally agree that that one tweet from Thomas, even like uh, the the message of the whole show uh, should support Emily being live. But I just like personally, I don't think I'm like whether Emily's live or not needs to match the message of the whole show. Um, but that is what Thomas said in the tweet. I will say the only other evidence that backs that up is um, the fact that the epilogue is presented so ethereally, like it's uh, very weird. Yeah. It feels it feels like everything that is happening here is idealized, which would mean yes. that the person who is either Emily or Emily is also idealized, which would mean that if uh, that doesn't that break the message of the show that it's a good thing that Emily's back. So I think that's a potential uh, thing you could say as well. But it's also like good if Emily's back for ages. Well, like even wouldn't it be so? What this is great. Okay, I'm writing fan fiction. Are you ready? All right. This is the premiere of season six. Yes. Okay. We watch, we watch, we watch like the end of the finale again, like the, like the little dream sequence. And then we pull back and it's, oh, what's their name? Crap, I forgot. Tiki Ooh. and Tiki and Plo- uh, Tiki and Plog Fusion. Oh, g- Gimme? Yeah. Gimme. Yeah. And Gimme's like, ha ha ha, this is what it would look like if you blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they're like, this is what actually is going to happen. Or like, this is, or so like, here's what could happen. Kind of like when we're in the, um. The rabbit hole with uh, Alex. Oh, yeah. It could be a potential future. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to... Oh, my gosh. S- I love that. Snooker7107 on YouTube who commented, uh, I think the whole epilogue might have been a dream. Um, yeah. And it then, feels uh, very dreamlike. 
Yeah. So there's, and there's a bunch of good evidence here. Um, they say, they say, personally, I think it might be a huge troll. Uh, like, That's, look, I don't think it's be a dream line. because I think that would be, uh, pardon the, uh, ableist language as we discussed from the movie. I think that would be absolutely insane if that belongs <laughs> would, to would. So there's it. just no way, but like, it is weird that it's showing I love like that. that, that it's just like a weird dream sequence. I'm, I want that one now. <laughs> Gimme's like, <laughs> it is, just it is kidding. weird how it's presented. Um, I think personally, if it's Gimme, I would laugh for like 20 minutes just because like that would be so funny. <laughs> we should we should start off season six with Gimme uh, speaking to the audience Nino style for five, for three minutes. Yeah, uh, sold. sold about yeah, you humans and your uh, Gimme's like fantasies. why do y'all keep doing this? No, it's like I, also Gimme's literally like they always want some. It's not how are you doing or like yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just April does it does it help does it convince you at all that do you think that if we had not seen the Thomas tweets you would think that Emily is not alive. I think that... And does that matter? Because the tweets did happen, you know? The tweets did yeah, the happen. the tweets did happen. I think that... It, I think under the influence of the tweets, but then also re-watching and noticing things, that, like, that definitely caused me to... Because, like, at the end of it, I was like, yes, she's alive, we did this, but... The more I thought about it and looked at Thomas's tweets, because I had rejoined Twitter at that point. Um, Always a mistake. That was a mistake, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> and and then, like, just, start, you know, rewatching episodes and everything like that, like, I really, re- I'm genuinely have doubts that she's alive. Like, even, even now, like, I'm like, she could be alive, but she... she she really could not be alive. And you guys pointing out the dreamlike sequence just makes, it just pushes me even more so like she's not alive. And also Thomas saying like it would change the message of everything. Like, yes, I fully agree because he didn't say that we were necessarily wrong that like the bad guy got his way. I mean, he didn't really say a whole lot. He, he, very simply told us and planted doubt in our minds but <laughs> yeah um, okay so let's let, yeah so if if we want to go by what Tra- thomas says and it's a simple wish how could emily and uh natalie both be alive because if we want to say what i'm saying is true we need some sort of simple explanation to fit what thomas is saying mostly i just want to ignore what he's saying but if we can't ignore what he's saying yeah then we okay. need a simple wish so here's possibilities a lot of people want to say They've suggested this many times. I wish the peacock miraculous, the butterfly miraculous was never damaged. I wish the butterfly miraculous was never damaged. Therefore, Emily would not have fallen into a coma or whatever. And Natalie also would not have been injured. That's how they're both alive. I wish the peacock miraculous was never damaged. But you would think that's good. But then Thomas has replied to people saying, this doesn't fit the equivalent exchange rule. No. He said this many times. So he's saying there's no equivalent exchange for what if the pe- the butterfly miraculous was never damaged. No. It also, it, it wouldn't make, it doesn't explain why the world would be so similar to how it already is. There would be a, a lot of other things that have changed. Yeah. And like, there wouldn't have been like a final showdown with Monarch or anything along those lines because Monarch's sole purpose was to get the... Miraculous is to make the we wouldn't even have Ladybug and Cat Noir. 
This is interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I guess you guys aren't going to bite on this. So this is no. the best I've I've seen. This is Adriana on our Discord. Uh, I think this is the best because the, the frame the the frame of mind people are in is like, how do we get Thomas's wishes of an equivalent exchange to work with both of them being alive? Here you go. The peacock miraculous was damaged instead of the butterfly or the instead of the uh, butterfly miraculous. So. Um, Am I confusing the two or whatever? Uh, Maybe. Mira- t- Hawkmoth's Miraculous was damaged instead of the Peacock Miraculous. Okay. That's the... That's so a pretty good one. That's so a good therefore, one. Gabriel would have taken on the damage instead of Emily or Natalie. So now there's an exchange. So I like that part. Yes. But you guys are pointing out that the timeline would be different, which I think is true. Yeah. He would have um, died like so long ago. Exactly. I mean, look, like, he, he, so... he extended way past when he should have already, it's true. honestly. After being cataclysm, yes. <laughs> is, so is there a simple wish that makes sense? Uh, I don't know, but personally, I, think, I also I don't... Really, I really think that he, his wish was something like, I want me and my wife to be together again, and then just for, like, whatever reason, magic, they're like, bloop, Natalie's healed. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know if the, this is what Thomas is thinking. I'm honestly not sure. It could be something more along those lines. Um, because the only, the only way, okay, if if the wish is supposed to be simple, and we're trying to keep Emily alive, and also Natalie wish, alive, the wish is I wish Natalie had never taken the peacock, and she never would have. But. But then, yeah, I wish I used the, ex- the peacock instead of Natalie, Natalie or something. Yeah, but the only the only explanation for me would be like I like I want Emily to be alive, take my life instead, and then at some point they just explain to us that Tomoe figured out a cure. Emily was smart enough. I don't know, and that's how Natalie was healed because we also don't know how much time passes between. The end. Yeah, it's been a little or, bit. Yeah, we. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, the, okay. So the thing that, if you want a, a stupid wish that could result in them both being alive, uh, Gabriel wishes that I take on Natalie, uh, Natalie's injuries. I'm wounded instead of Natalie, except I'm not quite dead yet. So I exchange my life for Emily now. So he's exchanging his health for em- uh, Natalie and his life for Emily. Personally, I think that's dumb, but like, look, yes. all, I think all of these are dumb, honestly. So, no, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I don't care. Like, right. I'm so that's why. Where, so yeah, ultimately, like, why are we talking about this? Who cares? Like, uh, they're just going to tell us eventually anyway. Right? What, what I don't is, know. Is it? A, are are they going to tell us? That's no, I think it's going to be. Gonna... I was going to say, I think it'll be very obvious. <laughs> well, no, whenever... we'll know if Emily's alive. We'll yeah, know that. I just don't think we're ever going to know what the wish was. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. So here's my here's what I would say to Thomas if you're listening to this. If you are like I said before, if season six will reveal what the wish was, then don't don't say anything. Like you shouldn't have even tweeted what you did tweet. Like just, you keep quiet. Like sure. Uh, if there's no more explanation ever what the wish is, then come on the podcast and tell us what the wish is. Like yes. that would be the that's the solution because yeah, that's what we people. Want. I need you to understand that people are frustrated. We just spent like an hour talking about this. Like. <laughs> This is this is more annoying than anything, and at this point, just come and tell us what it was. Like, That'll I'm, clear everything. Up. I'm willing to accept whatever it is. I just need to know. Yeah, we, we need to know. Tell us. And here's my here's my ultimate opinion on this whole debate. I think this is just like more annoying than anything because 
to me, the most important things about the finale, I still love the finale. I still think Gabriel sacrificing himself is like the most important part of the wish. And that was like beautifully done. I think uh, Marinette getting through to him. I think the Adrianette scene at the end is beautiful. I love their battle in the Dead Wife Garden. I think this is all just distracting what is otherwise an amazing finale. So I really don't care what this wish is. I, I honestly don't even care if Emily is alive that much. Um, like yeah. I don't think that affects yeah. the quality of the finale or the season. It or It doesn't really matter. I'm not like thematically so impacted by whether she the balance is kept or not. Like I don't care. Uh, so this is all just a distraction from what was otherwise a great finale. And that's why we shouldn't like, we need to clear this up. That's my pitch. But yeah, uh, like, so I, I still do love the, I said on the finale podcast, I thought that was the best episode of Ladybug. I do think it, if Emily ends up not being alive, I think it's like, it, it does hurt it because then our initial interpretation, my initial enjoyment of it was like wrong in some way. Um, unless it was supposed to be a subversion and I was supposed to feel that way, uh, which is complicated. But um, ultimately, I still love the episode. And whether or not it's the exact best episode of Ladebug, I still love it a lot. Um, I was going to say, I think that whether I, I I think that whether or not Emily is alive or not, um, it doesn't I mean, it it doesn't hurt the episode for me as much as it hurts everything else. Because it's still a great episode. It just changes my interpretation of it. Um, okay, yeah. Let me, I'll put one final code on this. Uh, I didn't mention this until now. Um, I don't really fully know what's going, what's going on with this, but, um, Ladybug Wikia, if you go on there, it does say Emily is alive. And I believe that is, be, I believe that is because, um, don't, you, please don't put stock into this. There's some sort of script that was leaked about the finale. And I believe that that script does reference that the fact that it is Emily at the end. Um, now. The re- why wouldn't I tell you this earlier? Because this could be, like I said, production. It could this could have been an yeah. earlier version of the script. So it could have I, been I don't a version think, of the script from like. Six it could have just years been ago. a rewrite. You know, it doesn't like I don't think I don't think it's six years ago. But it, it, <laughs> could, it could have just been a not what happened in the episode. We don't really know. But I will say I will put it out there that people in the know do seem to think Emily's alive. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily for the right reasons. But it, it you know so that 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 that's out there. Okay. Are we done with this debate? Never to mention it again until yes, uh, yes, Thomas inevitably trudges it up again. I just want to <laughs> love that last episode again. Can we do that? Let's do it. Okay. How about looking back on season five? Probably shorter since we went long on our debates. Um, let me start off here. Looking back on season five, Delaney, is was this the best season of Ladybug? Yes, I think so. Yes. April? Yes. Adrian yeah, I mean, and Marinette kissed. Like, that's all we wanted. Like multiple times. Yes. You know? And then we would get the spin. The camera spin is like, please, every time. I don't care if they kiss like 20 times every episode. We have to have the camera spin every time. It's the I best. Need it to be dramatic. It is we, got two, the, we got two dramatic versions um, mm-hmm. in it is episode my 24. Favorite and then thing in this. That has ever happened. It's so good. <laughs> Love it. Season four was also very good. I will yes, say season I will four say is that also yeah. great. The next contender is season four. It's pretty close. But season five. Even though the finale makes me like enraged, I really like season five. The ranking of the Ladybug seasons is pretty simple. I don't think that uh, like haters like Ladybug Reddit wouldn't agree with this, but whatever. Season five best, season four second best, season three, season two, season one. Like it's a reverse. Yeah, it's, it's a reverse it's, order. It the show's gotten better every yeah, season. It's literally just that. It's very simple. Um, yeah, I think it's not. So not only do I think this is the best season of Ladybug. Uh, I think this is one of the best seasons of television we've covered on this podcast. Like not, Ladybug somehow went from a show we thought was like fun, but like not necessarily that great. 
um, in like seasons one and two, even into season three. It's like the show's good, but it's not like for this me, top tier show. For me, it has surpassed Star, which kind of has a similar kind of beginning. Yeah, of like it's just yeah. I think Star is Star is more complicated because we think it peaks kind of in the middle. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. but then and then of course like and then I would rank this season like it's under um, book three of Korra. Which is the best? I mean, that's the that's the best season. Like, so that's like best some, it's somewhere <laughs> under the best season of television, sure. Ever. No, I think this is we use. I used to talk about on this podcast the top tier animated shows when years ago when we were covering this were Steven Universe, BoJack Horseman, mm-hmm. and during its heyday, Rick and Morty, which you, your mileage may vary on. Yes, I would. That's to also what, what I was thinking. I would say like there are. This is probably under, but above some seasons of Rick and Morty. Yeah, I think yeah. I think this is I think season five was a top tier animation season equivalent to those types of seasons. I'm not saying yeah. Ladybug as a whole is as good as those shows, but I think this season this did season, reach yeah. those. I would levels say of this quality. season and season four really like catapults Ladybug, which I don't think is an opinion shared by many, including many listening. Um, I will say uh, I think a lot of the reasons why the season are so great is. Uh, the serialization and how it built on itself. And I really feel like you had to watch it in order. I'm not saying you did anything wrong if you didn't watch it in order. I'm just saying, like, maybe that's a reason why we liked it more. That's also, this show also, as much as it frustrates us, has a very consistent mythology that it continues to build upon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, when we're talking about shows, like, I mean, really, the only other show that I can think of with, like, this much mythology that it has built on, baked in, is Avatar. Close would be Steven Universe, but Steven Universe's um, lore is, like, very, like, paper thin. Like, there's just not, a, like, like there's a bunch of gyms and we live in space. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's all get, about They gyms. expand on it at the end, but they yeah. They do, and it's really, yeah. it's really just about Rose Quartz. But if we're talking about, like, a, like, a universe that we have created and, like, it has rules and, you know, magic rules. And I would really, I would say Ladybug really is living up to that, um, that legacy that Avatar, you know, and, and Core, of course, nice. were built upon. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think it's, like, if you want to be a Ladybug hater and still acknowledge that the season is great, a big reason why the show is so good now is because it's had so much time to iterate on, on its mythology and Shows its characters and do stuff. not make it this far anymore. They do like, not this, this make it. This season has had five seasons of 26 episodes. This show has had a ton of time to build. Ha- and it's not like it was incredible at the beginning. It's just, it's made great use of the time that it's had. And it has had the time, which isn't, which isn't, it's not like Ladybug's like, fault that it's had so much time. But it's like... Other shows haven't had this luxury. Owl House certainly didn't have this luxury, right? So um, Ladybug had a lot. Like, personally, I think what Ladybug did with Santa Monsters is, like, a lot better than what Owl House ended up doing with Grimwalkers, for oh, instance. 100%. But, like, Owl House didn't have, uh, like, uh, as nearly as much time as Ladybug I mean, to build up on it. They didn't even get a third season. It's just, yeah. like, it's not even the equivalent of a full season. They got, like, was it, two 45-minute specials? Yeah. Three, yeah. three. Uh, so it's yeah it's uh i think that's a big reason here's here's my like what i wrote down in my speech about uh why season five is so great maybe they'll still convince people who are listening i think this season basically fixed everything that i had pre- that we had like previously criticized about ladybug on this podcast um uh, previously in season four i'm like season four is so incredible but i feel like it's a little bit hit or miss whether the big episodes of the season are like the best ones you know it's like some of us loved ephemeral some of us didn't etc right like i think they're yeah. a little bit more polarizing the big episodes i don't know ephemeral's really good though 
I, I, I th- <laughs> did you? I feel like I don't remember if you liked it or not, but uh, yeah, I, I think liked I liked Ephemeral. Uh, but this I mean, season, I think creating. this season, the best episodes are the biggest ones. I think like when we go through the episode, our best episodes, I feel like we're going to just talk about the biggest episode of the season. I think they nailed the big episodes. Number one. Uh, number two. Uh, Ladybug, uh, I mean, this wasn't necessarily something that was wrong, but Ladybug had been infuriatingly, uh, not like serialized, not following up on its stuff itself. I think this is one of the most serialized seasons of television we've ever covered on the podcast. I think people underrate this uh, in part because they didn't see it happen in order, but every episode is a continuation of the last episode. Like seriously, every single one in some fashion. Um, it's, it's remarkable how many elements, plot elements there are that are serialized. This is a show that was 0% serialized in season one. So that is wild. This is, this is like more serialized this season than Bojack Horseman because that season, that show had a lot of one-off episodes. I'm not saying that's bad or anything, but like this show is remarkably serialized. Um, Number number three, uh, I think we're like, okay, Ladybug feels like generally like it has good messages and stuff, but maybe it could use some more specific uh, representation. This season is super progressive as a legitimate queer representation. Um, it's got, it, I think it got a lot better with a lot of its messages. Season four also did this. It had uh, the policing episode and stuff. This episode had uh, the others, that one social message about oh, yeah. uh, the, the the one with the Marinette's past and, and stuff. Um the show is consistently very progressive and uh, good outside of even the very special episodes. So um, I think <clears throat> this has turned in from like what felt like kind of a morally neutral show in the beginning to like genuinely like a force of good for what yes. a lot of kids are watching. Um, there, uh, big criticism of Ladybug. Where, why isn't stuff happening? Why aren't we doing reveals? We keep putting stuff off. This is one, maybe the number one criticism of Ladybug. Now we didn't get the identity reveal, but things definitely happened this season. Marin and Adrian dated. It was confirmed that Adrian's a center monster. Also, Kagami's a center monster. Also, Felix is a center monster. Um, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of lore was revealed. We did get the backstory, even if it wasn't exactly how we expected, in uh, why Felix and Adrian are center monsters. Um, a ton of stuff happened. We got consequences um, to our actions. He Like, it starts off with... Uh, Gabriel getting uh, hurt and he dies at the end. Things yeah. happened. He actually yeah. died. He died. Yeah, I agree. He's legitimately he straight up died. Uh, Marinette and Adrian dated during the season. I had criticized the show for not exploring the space of Marinette and Adrian dating while because I said if we're not going to do the identity reveal, they can date and that's interesting even if they don't know who each other are. Well, the season did that. It did it for many episodes they were dating and it explored that space I think pretty fully and I thought it was fantastic. And very uh-huh. well executed. Very look, well executed. Enough. It's just look. They do the spin cam. What more do you want from television? <laughs> yeah. And they and in the finale they did uh, painted uh, different angles. Like of what more mm-hmm. do you want out of your beautiful. TV show? Uh, here's a p- surprising uh, thing that I'm praising the show for. I think we'd criticized previously. Chloe, Lila, these characters Ooh. are. We're not doing anything with them. Hey, guess hey, what? Lila. This show, this season, did stuff with Chloe and Lila. Yeah. Uh, I didn't necessarily love what it did with Chloe and Lila, but it did stuff with them. It did. Uh, it so did I think that's stuff. an improvement over the previous season. Marinette um, dunking on Chloe is like so good. Chloe, Chloe took over Paris, had a coup and took over Paris. Yeah, I she did something that with her. episode's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, previous criticism. I think Felix is, was a bad character. I think the show was infuriatingly introduced him in the random season three episode and he's so consequential. They made Felix a good character this he's season. A he's a great character boy, now. And I would die for him. We need to protect that. Ma- Isn't that, that wild? I used time. to I used to hate Felix. He's a great character this no, season. That's amazing. such an improvement. 
we ship him with Kagami, it's great. That was that was such that's an ins- that was an inspired direction. Yeah, it really was. Um, and I loved it every it's minute. So good. Last thing, uh, and this is partly a criticism, partly uh, uh, praising the show. I think a big thing I've criticized the show for is not slowing down for its big moments. Um, and I think that was still something that was wrong this season. But in the end, in the last three episodes, I do think the show did slow down for its big moments. Spin cam. When it counted, big yep. Marinette Adrian kisses, um, the big lore reveal in uh, the the episode before the two part finale. I think they did slow down for that, and it was amazing. I think the 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 uh, fight between Bug Bug Noir and uh, Monarch they slowed down for it, and we explored the space and of the Dead Wife Garden, and it was beautiful. Is like oh, so that, that good. Is basically a horror movie. Yeah. So like when it counted, I do think we did ultimately slow down. That being said, this is still something you can improve on more heading into next season, continuing to slow down for its big moments. This is this will be vital whenever we do the identity reveal for them to really take their time with that. But there you go. That I feel like, look, a ton of criticisms we've had against the show this season improved all of them. This is a great season. There you go. Yeah, I rest my case. What do you think? I mean, I I thought so. You didn't change my mind. But yeah. Yeah, I'm really trying to convince. I'm trying to convince the haters. The problem is you can't convince the haters because they watched like one episode in season two and they just dunk on the show. Yeah, no, I'm trying to convince like the people in our community who like Ladybug and like what it's doing, but aren't at quite as high on it as us. So, so we'll see. And then I also don't understand the people who were like, "I don't like the, the animation style." I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, especially the last three episodes of the season were like, gorgeous, yeah. so gorgeous. There are, you, it's still a little inconsistent for sure. I mean, um, I was, I mean, I was struck by action. Action's a very pretty episode. I was gonna say action does not look bad at all. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it, it's not the same quality of the like last three, but it's solid. Yeah, well, like no, in, se- I, in season two, this episode would look so bad. This would be like the bad animation team got the studio got this, and but it's fine how action looks. Absolutely, I was gonna say action looks like it fits into this season in terms of the animation like yeah it does so that that is another thing that we could add to my my speeches they they did genuinely have improved the animation a lot as well also if you did thing. not live through cora book two you don't get to know <laughs> about the quality of a show's animation yeah i feel like there's a cora book two some equivalents in ladybug seasons one and two that we've forgotten about like but, if uh, you if you didn't live through it you can't complain yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's 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 definitely less noticeable also with the 3D show. Um, yeah. It's only so bad you can be with 3D models, I think. Uh, Ruby. Uh, I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I would. Ruby might disagree with what I just said. And I'm just like, Ruby also. Ruby like, also looks gorgeous in the last season. Also, I was the... talking about lore and in my mind, I'm just like, Ruby. World. Um, that's a show that's had a ton of time and space to expand on its lore and it did not do nearly as well with it as Ladybug. Failed. So that is, like I said, look, it's not to Ladybug's credit that it's had so much time. Well, shows like Ruby have had a lot of time and they didn't necessarily do it. And they haven't done it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ruby is like an an independent show. I don't mean to. I was trying to explain semblance to Tanya the other day. I don't know why. Why? Oh, oh, it's because I was talking about, I got hit by like the car door and I was talking about, (laughs) 
And I've been playing Halo, and I was like, you know how like when I break my my overshield in Halo, that's what it felt like. I was like, it's like in Ruby with like they're like they're vulnerable. That's what it felt like when I got hit by the car door. Like it I felt like you felt like your, your semblance, your aura shattered. Yeah, my aura. Whatever. I couldn't remember the word for aura. I was like, it's not semblance. What's it called? And I was like, my aura. That's what it was. My aura shattered, and I was like, Delaney, I'm you're such a nerd. Oh my god, you got hit. But that's your reaction to getting I hit by a door. It. No, oh no, god. that didn't happen then. No, then I was just trying not to cry because it hurts so. Open. okay good it wasn't immediate, <laughs> it wasn't immediate. <laughs> you were like my my aura just got shattered <laughs> no but then uh wait, tanny was on twitter and her friend she sent this post and it's this horrible image that's like red and black and she was tweeting about how when you roll over in bed and your nose ring gets caught in the blanket and we were like oh my god and we're like is it attached to your face and then i was like yeah that's what it felt like when i got hit by the car door Oh god! And that's what turned into the aura. It's like I'm very vulnerable right now. It hit me right in the shoulder. I was like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, you'll die if someone attacks you again. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I mean, I've healed now, but no, that's what I was like. Anyone had if you had stabbed me right after I got hit by the car door, I would have insta died. Okay, Delaney. No one stabbed you. From that into what is your favorite episode of the season? Oh, this is tough. I have to look at lists. I don't even know. Do you want me to propose candidates first, and then you guys choose? Yes, yeah. Or do you have one? Okay, let me give. Let me tell you my. I don't have a no. A, a one. I mean, I guess I said the finale, but um, here's my list of. And these are also the biggest episodes. Like I said, I feel like the biggest ones are the best. Episode nine, elation with the uh, Maricat kiss, our first uh, Marin and Adrian kiss. Um, I think that's a great episode. Episodes ten and eleven, Kwame's choice, part one and two. Ooh, I do really like. Those are great episodes. Uh, episodes 18, Emotion, which is our big uh, Felix as Argos uh, take over the city oh, red blood moon episode. that was a episode. good episode, too. Episode 24, Representation, with the big Santa Monster reveal puppet show uh, avant-garde <laughs> stage play. And then episodes, we can say both of the finale, but especially the recreation part two with... Uh, the big face off in the dead wife garden and the Marinette and Adrian kiss. Those are, I think those are legitimately all the biggest episodes of the season and all of my, those are all what I would say are the, my favorites of the season. Yeah. April, what's your pick of those episodes? Oh no. What's your top three? Top three. No, that's not better. What's your top five? Well, no, the problem, my problem right now is that I can't remember the names, even though you literally just. Well, just say what happens in it. Say what, uh, yeah. Um, so. The names suck. That's my biggest criticism this season. I don't like the naming scheme. Okay, I continue. hate the name. Um, so I. Oh. What's Emma's favorite episode? All of them, obviously. Okay. Delaney, you go first. What's your, what, out of those, what's your pick? You list them again. Oh my gosh! What what happened? What is what uh, happened in the episode? Well, I was looking at uh, I was I'm looking at the list of episodes and um, yeah, think, nine, ten, eleven, eighteen, twenty four, twenty six are the ones I said. I mean, eighteen's pretty good. The the thing is, adorations up there for me. Yeah, what exactly happened? Let's look at that. That's the gay episode. Yes, also great. There's and this isn't obviously isn't a complete list of episode. That episode's great too, absolutely. We also loved uh nineteen, the Felix Kagami episode. Yes, yes. Um there's a ton of good ones. Well, okay, so fun fact on Wikipedia, episode or what did they list it as? Episode 
Yeah, I'm on the Ladybug Wikia right now. I was going to say, on on actual Wikipedia, they list action as episode 19. They do. (laughs) I guess that's where they think it happens. That would be funny if it's true. I love Um, that. Maybe they're dating during... I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. I think the two best episodes of Ladybug are representation with the the play and yes, the lore okay. reveal and the, and the and the series, the season finale. I think those are the best episodes of Ladybug. I think representation is a great episode. I also really um emotions another good one with where Argos shows up for the first time and then I really liked the episode where um like Marinette even though it drives us all crazy where Marinette is um, like in love with Cat Noir and they yeah. go visit like Andre. Like I thought that episode was wonderful. And yeah. Then, la- of- yeah. That's elation. Yeah. 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 And then um, of course the finale and yeah. And rep- representation. There's too many good episodes. This season. That's the problem. Honestly. Yeah. They're Delaney, all good. Any, episodes. any other picks? Well, we already said like Kwame's choice is just so good. Yeah, my rank here's my ranking. Number one, pending the resolution of this wish is the finale. Uh, number two, representation. Number three, we can do a tied part one and two of Kwame's choice. Uh, tied for uh, oh, number yeah. three, number four, emotion. Uh, number five, elation would be my top five slash six episodes. All good picks. Don't and then there's make other me choose a too. favorite child. And obviously, revolution—the end of revolution with the kiss—is oh. is great. Uh, yeah, just used also of the Chloe. The problem is, I forgot about some of these episodes. Like when they like trick him into going on that scavenger hunt. Hilarious. Oh, that yeah, was the, I, so good. <laughs> if we're talking about the the season into arcs, I really don't remember the beginning of the season as well. If I'm being honest, oh, uh, so this this is the John of Arc season. Love that. Good stuff. That's definitely the most random episode. It's so fun. I love it because it's so stupid. It's so good. Yeah. So I think looking at the season and arcs, you had kind of the intro episodes, um, one to three. Eventually, we got into what we called the reverse Love Square episodes, um, which was fun, although kind of infuriating. Mm -hmm. But then and then we got the 10 and 11 midseason finale with the Kwame's Choice. Not that we actually got that as the midseason finale. Yeah. then you have 12 to 19, which I describe as Marin and Adrian start dating and we get juicy Santa monster stuff. That's kind of the yes. two big, th- two big things happening. Also intuition is so good. Yeah. What happened in intuition? That's the one with the robot pilot. Yeah. 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 So and there's good. some good Santa monster stuff in there too. Yeah. So good. Um, don't forget about I love Moo. That's a classic. I love Moo. I love Moo. Uh, then you get episodes 20 to 23 is the Lila and Chloe takeover slash lila rising arc and then you have the end of the season stuff 24 to 26 so the, so I include... the finale has gimme and i love gimme but i'm also mad at the finale so it's tough yeah you were lowest on the finale too when we talked about it's it. it's tough which might look like a pre appreciant uh take depending on this wish yeah, um, yeah. uh so i so my biggest take on this season is um episodes 12 to 19 that was the sweet spot of Marin and adrian are dating and we're going hard into the santa monster hinting and lore stuff that was like pure bliss those episodes like Like, this is ladybug at its best previous seasons where we're like oh god it's felix now we're like oh my god it's felix great episode yeah like we love it yeah he's back (laughs) the tone Um, of the conversation has changed my my comparison is the uh, episodes 12 to 19 felt like i'll have season two 
when we went hard into the lore, the Bellos lore, and we also had a lot of Lumity. That was like the yes. best parts of Owl House for me. And this is the Ladybug. The Grudgy so. episode is just. That was not in season two, but yes. So um, that's all I can think about. It's still a good <laughs> episode. It's still good. But yeah, I did this combination of big romance with your main characters plus big lore stuff two. is really good. No, the graduate is it, it, it. The end of season one feels like season two of Hell House, but um, maybe we'll do uh, Lumity. Don't they don't get point. together until the uh, season two? Yeah, but they were not yeah. together with uh, Grudgeby. That mm-hmm. was like. That was Remember, you wrote one. a fanfic on the Grudgeby episode, Delaney. They weren't together yet. I did. That you're was, right. I did write a fanfic. That was that was Oh Wow Sports. Yes. Oh Wow Sports. Okay. Okay, so that um, was one. Okay. Any, Delaney, any other thoughts on the arcs of the season, looking at it from that way? Mm. The thing is, the season is just really solid. Yeah. Like, all the episodes are great. Yeah, I want to revisit the beginning, just to remember exactly what happened more. Like, the thing is, like, you get into the middle of the season, and it's just, like, a bunch of stuff's happening, like, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, like... If I had to have a small complaint, it's just so much happening. I'm like, I'm like exhausted thinking about it all. Like so much happened. I'd watch an episode and I have to try to explain to Tanya everything that happened. <laughs> and I'm like, it's exhausting. I can't do it. Yeah. I wonder if we'll keep the breakneck pace for season six. You would think maybe not if we're entering a new era of Ladybug. That's well, what I, was we... like, I feel like it has to be slower because of like whatever Lila's going to do. Well, and also we don't know if. They're going past a season seven, so yeah, we do not yet. So there, it could hundred episodes, hundred years of Ladybug. We're past (laughs) hundred episodes. Oh, I don't know. Y'all can't count. Action was episode according to Ladybug Wiki. Action was episode one thirty one. What? Five hundred episodes of Ladybug. Five hundred episodes. Five hundred. Way more episodes than Rick and Morty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any April final thoughts on season five as a well? whole? Um, it is truly an amazing season of animation, and I think it's always hard because people will still continue to ask me, like, "Oh, like, what's the best show?" And I'll always say it's Miraculous Ladybug, but you have to get through the first season. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's like that with Korra. Like you have to watch Korra, but you have to get through book one and book two. Yeah. Which so... book two is like way harder to get book through. One, book one, book one's great. Book one's Korra. great. Book two is terrible. But end of book two is good. Yes, the Korra. end of book two is good. Like literally the season finale. But <laughs> like a, a few episodes uh, at the my end giant that have been Kai lost to history. Like... Uh we love the kites, okay? Uh, I love um, yeah. The equivalent, literally the equivalent of Plog and Tiki. Yes. Um, I want more Gimme. Give it to me. Gimme, Gimme. How would we ever see Gimme again? I don't know. Why not? I don't care. (laughs) I don't know. Plog and Tiki go off the rails. Why not? They do. They do hang out. So, yeah. Why not? Just, why not? They just, they, one night. question. I was going to say, they one night. Oh, that would be a great way to bring back Gimme is... Marinette is like, I need to know what the wish was. And then we find out what the wish was. No, so only, Gimme, only Gimme knows the yeah, wish. Yeah, only Gimme knows the wish. That is interesting. Gimme's oh, like, I just thought Gimme's of that. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Gimme's like, That's I good. Tell you, sorry. 
Yeah, Gimme wouldn't say. Gimme but uh You don't know that. Maybe Gimme's like, eh, he's dead now. Who cares? I was gonna say the other thing too is I bet Gimme's like I slept since then. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Gimme's like I forgot it the second I heard it. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> Gimme's like, I don't know. Gimme's like, I forgot. How long it's ago was like, it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, look. Any any anything else? Season five. It was it was fun, and it was very fun to, to talk about and experience. Yes. And I'm very happy we watched it in order and week to week. Yes. I think that was yes. all really good. Yes. No, I can't. Like binging Ladybug is like miserable. It's like yeah, I think, emotionally. Yeah, if Ladybug's a Netflix release. I think it's it's the Santa no. Monster stuff's not as good. Yeah. Um. It's it's fun to build up. Yeah. You you say binging Ladybug sucks. You purposefully do it to yourself, though. Every time we podcast, Elena, you don't watch it week to week. Number one, not like you're rude. Ten episodes. Number one, look, you're rude. Number one, yeah. you're rude. Number two, look. <laughs> I I think there was like a two week stretch where I watched an episode. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like yeah. once or twice there you was watched like once it. Once or that twice, week. okay. Now listen. You're like <laughs> you're, you're the one that says binging Ladybug sucks when. Shit. <laughs> no one asked you. I don't think you're capable of uh, watching week to week, though. I don't think it can happen. No, look, except you kind of did it with Spy Family. I play Xbox. I haven't. I'm still. I do. I. I'm usually better about Spy Family. I'm behind. You haven't watched the beginning. I don't behind on Spy Family, and I'm behind on um super behind on g witch yes. but it's because of um i'm afraid of the trauma yeah well that show finished <laughs> i know yeah. i haven't even finished i know i need to watch it yeah it's not really worth it if i'm being honest i know um, it's not but i'm like i love it and i need to watch it <laughs> uh no it's 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 fine there's good stuff anyway um not every show can be miraculous lady but it's with a true. Bunch of kisses. It's um, true. it only took five seasons but we got it's there fine. okay look not as that... long as bones i'm fine with it oh god dude Check that off your Delaney bingo card. Bringing up bones. I had to. Oh, also, also this whole time we were talking about like the like environmental messages and not wants to be bring up space dumpsters. Nope. We were look. We were stranded. You brought up the tower, but it, the, the tower is the same thing as the space dumpsters. It's look, true. we're trying to be really good about space dumpster content. <laughs> look, just we really need to know if space dumpsters will be returning in season six. We That's do. It's our important. Biggest question. Um, make it happen somebody make it happen he's the worst okay. mayor not mayor anymore nope will mayor bustier revive the space dumpster program definitely not that is not that's what right i would now. ask her to debate colleen bustier please uh speak to uh, the space dumpster program of your predecessor she's and, gonna be uh, like no she's gonna laugh at you <laughs> <laughs> okay that's it for our season five coverage. There's still the Paris special, which I guess takes place during season five, but whatever. Um, we'll mean more about how they went to Paris in the miraculous world. That's the big place they went to. I was like, okay, this whole time I'm like, really? There's a gimmick. Like, there's there's a thing. You know. Is there? Yeah. Okay. But uh, I think you, you've seen pictures. I think you know probably what the game is. I guess not. I mean, I've um, seen pictures. I that doesn't mean I understand the pictures. That's true. I don't know exactly <laughs> what happens. I'm trying to avoid. It. There so are we'll, pictures. We'll, you are correct. We'll talk about Paris special. I don't look at some point this year. Probably we'll talk about the Paris special at okay. some point. Um, let us know what you thought of everything, including the big debate. Uh, where do you stand now, etc.? Anything we missed? Um, yeah, I don't think so. But maybe there's some tweets that we missed. Anything else you saw? 
Uh, and yeah, the, the, all that at overlyanimated.com in the comments. You can consider supporting us if you liked our season five coverage at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Phonition. And thanks as well to our patron executive producers, Steve, Michael, and uh, Phonition. And we will be back to talk about the Paris special. Check out some other stuff we have going on. We talked about Fiona and Cake. Might be some other stuff as well. We will see coming out at overlyanimated.com. Subscribe to not miss anything. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.